<laughs> Wait, can we restart? <laughs> no, just let it go. Hey guys. Welcome to the Amen Sister Podcast. Thank you guys so much for all the love and support on our very first podcast last week. We're so excited for this week's episode. We've been studying on it and... We've had lots of requests on it too. Yes. Uh, And we also have a special guest star here with us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, it's uh, Mama Hobbs and... um... (laughs) (laughs) If only you could see what just happened. (laughs) Just moved it a little closer. (laughs) She's scrolling Facebook. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. So I'm the mom of the the girls and... um, I was really excited for them to have this opportunity, and they did the first one by themselves, and we kind of tossed back and forth some ideas if I should help them out or, you know, and I just said I would be tickled to death if I could just be like a guest star sometimes, so. Um, we actually I'm, begged her to start with <laughs> us before, but. But I'm just really excited to be here and to be a part of this, and hopefully um, we can be a blessing to somebody. Um, the goal, like the girl said last time, is just to be able to to help people um, to understand that we're all in the same boat together. Um, we're all just trying to get by in life. Yeah. So, the, um, I guess, theme of this week's podcast is... is... <laughs> mental health, depression, and anxiety. And that took a negative turn <laughs> just now. But we really did have... Some requests for this, yeah. so we wanted to go with what we had the most requests for, so we'll start here. I feel like the reason why this is such a big topic is um, there's so much stigma, I feel, um, when it comes to mental health or depression, anxiety, things like that. I feel like there's a stigma. Like, some people feel like it's something to be ashamed of. Um, a lot of people have this idea that because you're a Christian, um, it's a sin to worry And it's a sin to be sad, depressed. Well, as common as it is, people make you feel like it's not common at all. Or that it shouldn't be talked about. Mm -hmm. And if you talk to anyone at all, everyone has it. Or everybody has dealt with it at least once in their life. If not many, many times. Or if they say they haven't, they probably are calling it something else. But it really is anxiety or depression. I feel like everybody at some point in their life has dealt with this. And I was one of those people. Like, before I got with JD, I never, I would get anxious and I would get worried about stuff. That's something that I struggle with a lot. But he didn't, like, until I got with him, he told me. And I described to him how I felt. And he was like, you're anxious. This is anxiety. And I was like, no, it's not. You know, I've got this under control. I've got, and I was just kind of in denial about it, really. I think it's because a lot of people downplay it and want to be like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I have anxiety, I'm depressed, and when really it's like, when Serious. you have those, you yeah. don't want to even mention it. So, like, thinking like, oh my gosh, I should go to the doctor and get put on medicine, or I should talk to somebody about this, you don't want to, and I hate that feeling because as much as you need it, it's almost like the world has made you feel like it's embarrassing to talk about it, or yeah. be about it, or that you actually have a struggle of anxiety or depression. Living in the world that we live in today, I feel like anxiety and depression and struggles with mental health are all just another tactic of the devil. Yeah. Like, it's another, it's spiritual warfare, Mm -hmm. ultimately. And, um, 
coming to terms with it and realizing, you know, this is what is going on, you can turn it over to God and realize, you know, I'm struggling with this, but there's somewhere I can take it. Yeah. Whenever we were, we chose this for our topic, this, um, for this week's episode, I had started studying on it, but the very first thing, or one of the very first things that I thought of when we were, you know, starting to research about anxiety and depression in the Bible, um, the first person that I thought of was Jesus. Whenever he was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane before he um, was going to be nailed to the cross, he was so scared and so worried and so anxious um, that his sweat became his blood, the Bible says. And I can j- I've never known someone to be so anxious that their sweat was literally like blood. Yeah. So I can imagine, you know, how anxious and scared he was. So if the most perfect person who's ever walked this earth felt anxious and scared and worried, then what makes us think that we're any better than that, that we're never going to face it? Yeah. It's such a normal thing. It's... It's just something that you are going to face in this life, to be scared, to be worried, to have fear, to have depression, highs and lows. It's just a part of life, and it's nothing to be ashamed of, but it's definitely not something that's talked about, and we just kind of want to open up that conversation to be like, hey, this is normal. Other people feel this way. You're not alone, and there is, just like Kira said, there's a place to go to bring it because I couldn't imagine not having Jesus, not having that rock. Right. When I go to sleep at night, that is my peace. That, you know, he is, I pray every night when I go to sleep, Lord, just build a hedge of protection around my family. Just like you did, you know, the Bible says that um, the Lord had a hedge of protection built around Job. And I just pray that the Lord keeps the hedge of protection around me and my family. And I have faith that he will do that. Now, that doesn't mean that bad things won't happen and I won't ever be scared ever again or I won't ever have depression or anxiety or any type of, um, you know, mental health issue. But I have faith in my prayer that the Lord is going to see me through whatever I do face. And if you've never experienced or had an encounter with Jesus, you know, what we're doing today is we're trying to point you in that direction. We want to point you to the the person that we take our fear mm-hmm. and our anxiety to. Because I know when you feel this way, you feel like there's no one else in the world that cares right. about what or I'm going through. anybody understands. Yeah. I think another thing, too, just to bounce off what the girls have said, um, you know, suffering with anxiety, depression, fear, those types of things, I know that there are some people out there that say, you know, you shouldn't be afraid or you shouldn't ask questions. You know, the... God has not given us the spirit of fear. And that's the truth. He's not given us this spirit. This is solely something that the devil has created um, to continue to make us struggle. So we don't want you to get it confused that any of these things come from God. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from above. Um, But this is all, you know, the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy. So all of these things that we feel, um, you know, whether you're a Christian or you've not yet accepted Jesus into your life, these are all things that the devil uses to try to keep you down, um, lost and saved alike. His main goal is to keep you struggling. Um, And I know that Jesus is able to heal, and he can take these things from us. And if you've had anxiety or depression before and you've been healed from that, praise the Lord. Um, I myself have not been healed from that, and I will just be 
100% honest. I do take medication every day. And I know sometimes people will say, well, where's your faith? If you had faith and you really believed, you know, Jesus could take it, he would heal you. Well, that's not always the case. We don't always get everything that we ask for. Um, but like I said previously, you know, this type of um, thing with mental health is the same thing as blood pressure medication or diabetic medication. You know, I also have a blood pressure issue. Can God heal me from that? Absolutely. Um, but until he tells me that he's healed me and to cast my medication away, I will continue to take it. And the same thing with anxiety and depression. But again, those things can't work if, you know, if I don't rely solely on God, those things can't work for me even then. Um, if you're not relying on God, there's no amount of medication that can heal or touch your body like he can. He's absolutely the one that I run to when things aren't working, when things aren't going the way that I think they should. Absolutely, he's my rock, my number one about anything that I do. Yeah. The thing about <clears throat> anxiety and depression is it makes you feel very isolated, like no one else experiences it. Yeah. Or, But looking back in the Bible, you see so many different people. Mm-hmm. And these great people, even like Delana said, Jesus himself, he's this perfect image of man and he came down to earth to be like us and to experience the things that we went through and he even had to experience it and he had to live through it so like someone as great as Jesus even went through it or even going out of scripture and talking about in today's world how many celebrities have even spoke up and be like I've went through these dark times like people that you look up to and would never think like oh my gosh their life's so great mm-hmm. life is so perfect still go through these things so it's very common and it's nothing to be ashamed of absolutely and that's what we're going to talk about part of winning the battle is knowing your enemy and knowing that if the devil can put you in a corner he will yeah and sometimes we get so much in our own head and we feel so defeated that the devil literally backs us in a corner and Mm -hmm. we have nowhere else to turn and we we feel like we have nowhere else to turn yeah and we can stay in that corner as long as we want to. Yeah. And until he'll we, keep you in that corner. He'll keep you, you in the corner yeah. as long as you will. But when you realize that you have a father that you can turn to, you mm-hmm. have someone who cares, who truly cares. If you've never felt like anybody on this earth cares for you, I have news for you. Jesus cares about what you're going through right now. Amen. Yeah. The battles in your mind that you are facing at this very minute, Jesus cares. And, yeah. and he'll take it from you. But mm-hmm. you have to give it to him. Yeah. So... The very first um, story that we're going to kind of talk about in the Bible, um, like I said, we were just like kind of doing some study in the Bible about people who faced anxiety and depression. And one person that I found was Martha. Um, And so I'm just going to read a little bit of scripture here about it. It says, Now it came to pass as they went that they entered into a certain village And a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about with much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she may help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. So I had heard this story before, and 
Um, I've even done, you know, Sunday school lessons on it with the kids at church. But I was just, for some reason, when I was reading it this morning, it just hit me in such a different way. And I got to that verse where Jesus said, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. And um, it's so funny because Kier told me that when she was studying for this podcast that she had looked up the definition of careful, which means full of care. Which shocked me. I don't know. I never really thought about it that way. Like, (laughs) I guess when you think of someone like, you're like, be careful, you know, just like be safe. But really, it's not that at all. It's to be full of care and worry. Yeah. Yeah. And I had looked up um, troubled and it means showing distress or anxiety. So it literally means being anxious. And um, I think that we sometimes put ourselves in situations that cause us to be more anxious, more overwhelmed than we need to be. Yeah. I am so guilty of this myself. Like, I feel like if I don't have my house clean and my baby bathed and food on the table when my husband gets home from work that I'm a failure and that I have not done my duty as a wife and a mom Mm -hmm. and that I need to just go somewhere else because (laughs) I'm a failure. But that is not true at all. And sorry to say that is a learned behavior. <laughs> she grew up learning that from me, and I regret that to this day. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of moms out there, a lot of wives out there can relate. You just feel this certain pressure that it's like, if you're not busy every second of the day, yeah. then you are a failure. Then yeah. you have to be overwhelmed in order to have something accomplished. And that's not just true for wives and moms. I know, you know, Malia has felt anxious multiple times throughout the year with this being her first year in starting her business and just all the pressure that she has of taking care of other people's babies and you know everybody out there has something in their life I'm sure that is just it's immense amount of pressure to you and you feel like it has to be perfect Mm -hmm. and it's just you know Jesus is saying to Martha here he said but one thing is needful You know, Jesus, here he was speaking, like the savior of the world is speaking and she's worried about housework. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's so easy to look at that and be like, oh my gosh, like how could you not be sitting there listening to the King of Kings talking? But it's something that we all do. I mean, if we, we could get housework done all day, we could have the best meal prepared for our husband when he gets home. We could, you know, do all these things that you know, X amount of things in a day that makes everything look perfect, but you're still going to have that void in your heart if you haven't given it to God that day. Mm -hmm. God says one thing is needed of you. You don't need to be all these things, have all of these titles in order to make him proud. I notice a lot of times too, feeling anxious and worried and upset a lot of times comes more often when I'm a little farther away from Jesus Mm -hmm. like whenever I whenever I'm so busy I don't have time to open my Bible up or whenever I'm so you know busy I don't have time to just pray and to have a conversation with the Lord first thing in the morning so I encourage you you know if you're someone who gets anxious or you know you're facing something you have to put God at the at the beginning of that day you have to, every single day you have to get up, you have to make the decision, I'm serving the Lord today, I'm going to start off on the right foot, and, you know, just pray, and take a few minutes, even if you're driving to your job, or to school, and and just give it to Him. And I noticed that whenever I, like, I, I mean, I live like five minutes from my work, but if I just put on a Christian song, or Christian music, 
and listen to it the whole way there and just turn it up full blast and just focus on like, God, I'm going to let you take control this day. I don't know what I'm going to face, but I'm giving it to you. I know that my day goes so much smoother, not because bad things don't happen, but because when they do, I just go back to that moment that I had with him in the car. And I'm like, I prepared myself for this. You are here with me. You're going to lead me. You're not disappointed in me because you know that I'm trying my hardest. And I think that's something that's a hard pill for us to swallow. Like, we are so disappointed in ourselves sometimes. And that is just kind of like the genesis of where our anxiety starts. And it's a sad thing. But, like, we have much higher expectations for ourselves than a lot of times other people do. And most of all, than Jesus does. Mm -hmm. He says one thing is needed of you. It's that simple. And sometimes we just tend to overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. I just recently did a Bible study over uh, Joshua and how he was leading the children of Israel um, and they were crossing over Jordan and I felt like I related to that story so much um, not because I crossed over Jordan recently <laughs> <laughs> because that'd be um, pretty cool though yeah <laughs> So, like Delana said, with me starting my new business and stuff, I was so stressed before because I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. Everybody I'd graduated with was uh, pursuing careers, and they were getting married and having kids, and I just felt like I was so behind, and I still wasn't sure what was going to happen and what I was supposed to be doing. And now that I have done it and I've experienced it, I still get very stressed, and I get anxiety from you know what the day's gonna hold or when the day's over did I do what I should have done that day or um, does the parents like me or (laughs) it's just different things and um, I was studying that story and it was talking about how busy Joshua was and how he was just so overwhelmed with what he was supposed to do he was supposed to take care of all of God's people and make sure they got out and he was so stressed and had to make sure everything was perfect And he didn't even get to look back and think, like, I should be praising God anyway during this. And God helped him realize that. And he was to build a memorial to remember how he delivered them and to see what God has brought them from. And I definitely think it's very, very, very important. But if that is something that you're struggling with, if you think that you have to be something specific or you have to be able to talk well to be a Christian or to pray well or read well or whatever it is, God has used people that were not good at those things. Um, Moses, when he went and led the people out of Egypt, God came to him in a burning bush and he said, you know, you're going to go back and you're going to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And the first thing that Moses said was, I can't talk. You know, I'm not a good speaker. And God made a way. He said, you're going to take your brother Aaron and he'll be your mouthpiece. You know, if you come to God and you're willing to go, and Moses was, you know, he went and he helped you know, he did what God told him to do, and he helped lead the people out of Egypt. Um, God will make a way. He will help you. So don't let fear and anxiety and depression and things like that keep you from going to church. Um, God is there to help you, and Christian people are there to help you. And to be 100% honest, we all struggle with these things. God looks down, and he sees you just the way you are. And, you know, when you need help, he's there to help you. You're not going to be a perfect Christian when you get saved. You're not, you know, he may never take away your anxiety or depression, but he'll be there when you lay your head down at night or through the day when you're struggling. 
you can steal away, go to a bathroom or go to your car, go wherever you need to and just pray. And God will, the peace will come over you. I've, it's happened many times for me. Um, don't let the fear of um, depression, anxiety, those types of things guilt you into thinking that you're not worthy because you are. Yeah. Um, when you have anxiety and depression, I was just thinking about this. You let it control your moods and how yeah. you act and how you behave. Yeah. So if you start out in the morning and you realize, oh my gosh, I forgot my lunch at the house. Then you start stressing, I don't have lunch. What am I going to do for lunch? Then someone's trying to talk to you and you just immediately snap at them. And you're like, once you stop and listen, you're like, I'm this anxious and angry over me forgetting my lunch at the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it's something silly, but I literally did that last week. <laughs> I texted my mom and I'm like, I forgot my lunch at the house. Are you kidding me? And then immediately I was just so angry that day over lunch, over lunch at the house. But it was because hey, me and I mean, angry. lunch is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, that's number one on my list. <laughs> your anger and your anxiety and your depression all fit hand in hand. Like they all fall in to the same category because it just builds and it feeds off of different things and it'll just control you through that day or that week or that month and that's why I think it gets worse like anxiety Mm -hmm. turns into depression is because if you let it get as far as it does this is for um people who aren't even Christians that are listening absolutely um you guys should always know that um just because we're Christian, yeah, we still go through the exact same thing. And yeah. we talk about how we go to God and we pray to God about it. And um, we encourage you all to do the same. You um, have access to the throne of God. If you yeah. ask Jesus into your heart. Yes. And if you've been struggling with depression and anxiety and you feel like, if you feel like no one in the world has ever had your back yeah. and you can't trust anybody, we are doing this podcast to show you that there's a place that you can go. Absolutely. That you can lay your burdens down. So if you're listening to this today and you don't even know how to pray, you've never prayed before. But it's you're, so simple. Yeah. It is. If and you, it's a simple life. A lot of people want to make it complicated and go on to tell you that, like, you can't do this, you can't do that, it's no fun. We have a lot of we fun. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so simple just to live life and be good and it's just such a peaceful life yeah okay i just want to put this out here and i'm getting really close to the mic because i want you to hear me loud and clear christians are not perfect christians have struggles the only thing that separates a christian from a lost person is that they have asked jesus into their hearts and they've asked forgiveness and repented of their sins they don't have an easy pass in life they don't have, you know, a, a, just a, a free car to smooth by, you know, in life. And Jesus loves you just the same. If you are lost and you're listening to this podcast, Jesus loves you just as much as he loves me. If you decide tonight to get saved, and I pray that you do, I pray that this podcast reaches people that are lost and you accept Jesus into your heart, not by anything that we say or that we do, but that we're pointing you to the man that can save you. He is not going to love you any more after you accept him than what he does right now. He went to the cross and he died for you 
just the same lost or saved. And I I got so close to this mic because I want you to hear (laughs) Jesus loves you. You may have never been told that before, but he does. He loves you with all your flaws. And there's a lot of beauty in surrendering everything to him. You will feel a huge weight lifted off your shoulders. And just to know that you, you know, you may have a husband or a boyfriend or a best friend or a mom that you feel like, you know, is there for you all the time. But when I'm telling you he's close, he's closer than any of those people could ever be. Like he's a friend that'll stick with you through thick and through thin and through the highs and through the lows. And You can't describe it until you feel it. A lot of people try to describe it or it's not this isn't a part of christianity that people talk about but it's that relationship you have with jesus that feeling is like mom said it's it's the best friend you can't describe it it. until you felt it until you felt it firsthand like it's just a love you feel the world even looks different it feels Mm -hmm. like it's got a filter over it and it's masked and you feel shielded and it just it feels great or maybe you're a christian who used to be a christian and you kind of backslid or you found yourself falling back a little mm-hmm. bit you need to know that no matter how far you've ran away or if, even if you feel like you just you know you're kind of following you just need him to get stronger yeah, yeah you're kind of following him from afar off he's there and he is literally just waiting on you to say you know what lord i'm back and yeah. just take it take you know, it. people love to hear the stories in the Bible about the miracles and the healings and those wouldn't have happened had there not been a broken person who needed yeah. healing. And sometimes, as hard as it may seem, God is using you and your brokenness to create a testimony for other people. Yeah. And we all have to come from somewhere, from some broken place. Well, as you know, the world has gotten so dark. Even just recently, it feels like Everything is just really bad mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder, like, why not choose this life? Yeah. At least you have something to look forward to, and there's a light there. There's people, there's tons of people in just this town or this community that are also Christians that you can reach out to. They're good people. Um, I know a lot of people struggle with it because they have been hurt by Christians or um churches uh I know as a Christian I myself have struggled with certain Christians because it's just they have that label of I'm a Christian but they're not really in their heart they don't have that relationship and you can tell because a Christian should be love they should literally be the definition of love and the definition of Christ-like and if you have ever witnessed that that is not a Christian at all and you should know that there is hope. You'll obviously pray, and Jesus will help you yeah. more than if you're just going through it by yourself. But um, at least it gives you that light, something that you know there's other people that's struggling, doing, going through the same things, but they will also help you find that light and to help you have hope. Yeah. So if anybody that's listening to this, if anybody wants to talk or... We're all available Send at all times. Send a text message. We've or... all been through these things. Each one, anxiety, depression, just struggles, um, anything that you need to talk t- about or that you're going through, we all would be there to listen Absolutely. and not judge and talk about it. And Well, the thing is, too, is if you don't feel comfortable sharing you know, whatever it is, if you just want to send a message that says, I have an unspoken request, and we will hit our knees and, and pray for you. Yeah, so we just wanted to um, 
wrap up and just let you guys know that we love you guys and appreciate you and if you guys ever just want to talk or have any ideas for future podcasts or anything just yeah we're let open us know. ideas if you guys have any yes any we ideas. have lots of requests on this one so if you have any yeah if you have a request just let us know um we want to leave you guys with this one piece of scripture so carry this with you like a little nugget until the next podcast philippians 4 6 through 7 says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god and the peace of god which passeth all understanding shall keep your heart and mind through jesus christ we love you guys thanks for listening